Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Let us ask the Lord today to renew us, friends, in the reading of 1 Samuel 15, we find an exchange between Samuel and Saul. The Lord has given specific instructions to Saul for what to do, but he takes matters into his own hands and he doesn't obey. And I know that I do that myself. And there are immediate consequences. Samuel tells Saul, why have you disobeyed the Lord? He told you not to take spoils and you've done it. Saul saw that there was stuff there that was good for the taking and he thought his man could use it and he takes it. And this is where we get something that the Lord Jesus is going to say, when he is with the disciples, Samuel says, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices? Obedience is better than sacrifice. Friends, let us remember that obedience is what shapes our hearts. Jesus was obedient. He came to do the will of the Father, and he's inviting us to do the same thing. That is why today, we want to ask the Lord to renew our hearts, to renew our discipline, to renew our will, to renew our ability to obey. Without obedience, there is nothing. Without obedience, there's going to be no ability to see the manifestation of the glory of God because we are doing things out of our own strength. We're doing things out of our own desires. We're doing things out of our own intentions. To obey, we have to listen within our hearts to that still voice of the Father that is going to be guiding us and sharing with us what he would like for us to do. And that's going to come through others around us that are going to clarify what needs to be done. It's going to come through reading the word of God, meditating and putting ourselves in the presence of our Father. The responsorial psalm is from Psalm 50. The Lord says to the upright, I will show the saving power of God. To be in the presence of God is one step. Then we have to respond. We have to choose to be upright. We have to choose to listen to God and do what he tells us. The psalm says, Why do you recite my statutes and profess my covenant with your mouth, though you hate discipline and cast my words behind you? It's wonderful to stay in the presence of the Lord, wonderful to know 
how to be and read and understand what he's wanting. But then we have to obey. We have to do it. We have to take action. When we don't, the Lord will correct us. Right now, the Lord is working on my ability to trust that my words build worlds and that he wants my words to be attuned very precisely to what he wants me to share. And what has he said that we are supposed to share? The good news of the Lord. Not stories about things that I think need to be shared that are my own experience about something that includes negative ideas, whether it is about a school or a project or a job or a person. Why do I feel that saying what I think as my opinion is the thing to do when it's not encouraging or constructive? It's just simply telling a story that others might repeat that is not advancing the telling of the good news. So I am paying close attention that the word of God is living and effective, that is able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. And I am becoming aware of the power of our words. And when I don't use them correctly, the Lord is chastising me pretty quickly and letting me know, I want you to use the words to build up, to tell the good news of the kingdom. The word of God, friends, is alive. In the gospel of Mark chapter 2, we see a contrast between the disciples of John and the Pharisees who are fasting and Jesus' disciples who are not. And Jesus says, can the wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? While that's happening, you cannot fast, but the days are going to come when they will fast. And no one is going to put new wine in old skins. So let us ask the Lord to renew us, to give us the new skins that are going to allow for that new wine that the Lord wants to make for us, as he did yesterday in the readings of Cana, that that miracle of transformation may take place within us. So friends, let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, renew us, make us new skins, pour freshly from heaven the wine that we can contain, the good news, Father, to share with others around us, that the bridegroom has come and that the bridegroom is choosing us, that the wedding feast is on, that we are chosen, that the word of God is living and effective, that he is inviting us into this great place. Jesus is inviting us to the great feast. We receive your statues. We profess with our mouths, Father, that you are Lord and King, but teach us to obey. Teach us the discipline of obedience, Father, so that we can find ourselves stepping into the world from your glory, from heavenly places, because we have attentively attuned our ears to what you want for our lives. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to This Inner Room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under The Inner Room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.